Good evening. Good evening, everyone. There you go. Good evening, everyone. This is, of course, Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. Coming at you from the WCWSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. This is episode number 1047 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS radio right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw coming at you from the HQ here tonight. As you get said to talk about our favorite subject of all time, and that is, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in tonight for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King, <coughs> King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, who's probably getting spanked right now. No, I'm just picking. Uh, <laughs> is, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. Also, I see on here to, right now, Brent getting, getting our first volley of our wrestling and uh, pop culture history and birthdays up here tonight. He is a two-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is also <clears throat> he is also of course which brings you WCW US Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here of course on talkshoe.com and <clears throat> of course part owner of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated page on Facebook and as well as a multiple holder of many belts of course in both GSWI and also, of course, WCWS. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, I hereby bring you welcome to Revolution episode 1047, the human suplex machine stuff. No, we're not talking about, we're talking about from Front Royal, Virginia, Mr. John Gross. John, we welcome you, sir, to Revolution 1047. Uh, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. We hope to have, of course, a few more folks pop in, of course, here in the next little while. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, of course, 1-605-562-0444-138055, pound the magic six numbers, and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening which, of course, will be in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight. We will, of course, talk about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. I'm sure a lot of our guys will have a lot to say about what took place. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about several of the matches. Uh, now, as you know, there was an additional match added on to Extreme Rules, so the official count is seven. So any matches, of course, associated with Monday Night Raw, we will definitely, of course, address them, of course, here tonight. And also, of course, any other wrestling extras that do make our way into the fold, we will, of course, uh, bring that all here to you here as well. I do see the time on the clock here, 9.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <coughs> as we said, this is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. Let's now proceed directly, ladies and gentlemen, while John is still busily uh, prepare, uh, heavily preparing, of course, uh, the first volley of our history and birthday here report. Let's go head over to 411mania.com and bring you, of course, some of the latest news and views that, of course, are making the rounds, of course, here right now. <clears throat> uh, of course, we do think, and uh, we, of course, here in the WCWS Radio Network, hereby, of course, thank our friends at 411mania.com 
for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, also, of course, on NWO Wolfpack, also Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And also, hopefully, we will get more of our shows up and going here in the second half of 2021. We will, of course, be utilizing 411 Mania in, in, all, in all respects here. Our first story comes out here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story here uh, tonight as uh, Kira Hogan is referred to as signed with AEW on AEW Dark. Hmm. Kira Hogan appears to be official uh, appears to officially be all elite as she was referred to to having signed with the AEW on this week's Dark. On Excalibur said that Hogan recently signed with All Elite Wrestling. AEW has not yet announced that Hogan has signed through their usual channels. Hogan packed up, picked up the win on tonight's show. Uh, Twitter uh, Twitter account uh, uh, by someone by the name of Laura, whose Twitter handle is at roseplanted underscore, uh, said, they said on dark, Kara Hogan is signed with AEW, hashtag AEW. But, of course, we'll, we'll, when we hear more about this officially, we will, of course, see if the former Impact star is, in fact, a, an official part of AEW. But we'll, of course, keep you apprised of that. Jeremy Thomas has posted, has posted, of course, some of the spoilers for this week's edition of 205 Live. Uh, <clears throat> PW Insider, of course, actually did bring did actually bring uh, some of this. Uh, did bring this out. There were only, of course, three matches uh, lined up here. Uh, normally, like I said, there's, even though we only have three matches listed here, I normally do do not like to divulge the uh, divulge the, the spoilers. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, with respect with respect to uh, to Mr. Thomas, of course, I will personally, of course, like I said, just let anyone who wants to come on 411mania.com what the spoilers are going to be for 205 Live, they can do so. Because I personally would like to rather build up the suspense heading in, toward, heading in towards this week's episode of that show. <coughs> so we will just leave it at that for the time being. Let's see. Our next, our next story, of course, right here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As we have the results of the latest edition of in power including a three-way uh a three-way tag team main event and more the last episode of nwa power saw three teams face off in the main event new nwa women's tag team number one contenders crown and more here are the full results courtesy of fightful the show did air on fight tv tim storm confronts the Confronts strictly business. Nick Aldis has James Storm's back. <coughs> Melina did cut a, a promo on Camille. Also, tag team tournament quarterfinals: Luke, Luke Hawk, Luke and PJ Hawks defeat the team of, of JTG and Colby Carino. Sion says he wants to go after the NWA TV title. Tyrus responds to Sion. Genocide defeats Allison K as a result of her victory. 
Genocide and Bush earn a shot at the NWA Women's Tag Team titles. La Rebellion cut a promo. James Storm versus Judeus went to a no contest. Trevor Murdoch and DePope defeat Crimson and Jeremiah Plunkett and the team of Odinson and Perro. You can read some of the tweets made by the NWA, of course, for tonight's show. If you wish to, of course, come on here and take a look, take a look at that. And we will, of course, we don't hear, but we will definitely uh, get that video and we will definitely post it on the NWA US Facebook page here sometime here, sometime after the show or sometime tomorrow, indeed. 411 Mania, of course, right now is currently providing live coverage of tonight's episode of NXT, or of course, as, they call it, as they're calling it now, with the stupid little logo on it, NXT 2.0. Uh, of course, one match, obviously, that talked about in Hypers, Gil Gonzalez defending the women's title against Frankie Monet. Of course, a lot of people would remember her, of course, as what does remember her, of course, obviously, as uh, Ty- Tyra Valkyrie. But we'll just, uh, we'll, of course, try to get you some of the results of that here coming up here a little bit later. <clears throat> Our next story, <coughs> excuse me, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as MVP responding criticism of the reunion of the Hurt Business. MVP is happy to see the Hurt Business back together, and he took to Twitter to address a fan's criticism of the reunion from Raw. As noted last night, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander came to rejoin Bobby Lashley during Lashley's first match with Big E on last night's show. MVP posted to Twitter celebrating the reunion of his group. And when a fan questioned whether it made sense by asking, did they actually just forgive each other the whole fight? MVP replied the following, you didn't, you didn't grow up with brothers, obviously. MVP is currently out of action due to undergoing knee surgery and has said and aggressively he expects to be back in about four to six weeks. You can check out MVP's tweet, of course, out on his Twitter handle at the 305 MVP if you wish to, of course, read it or respond to, to that uh, tweet personally. Oh. Our next uh, story here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Wade Barrett praises Damian Priest following last night's dinner of Raw. Wade Barrett knows what it's like to battle Sheamus, and he has high praise for Damian Priest after the U.S. champion beat the Celtic Warrior last night on Raw. Barrett took to Twitter last night to talk up Priest for being the real deal and raising his game as of late. Priest defeated Sheamus in a match to retain his U.S. title on last night's show. Wade Barrett wrote the following. I knew the second I saw him I saw him in hashtag WWE NXT that at Archer of Infamy was the real deal. But he's found a whole new level of late. If they can survive, two months of scraping with, with at Sheamus makes everyone better and sore. Hashtag WWE Raw. Of course, <coughs> WWE posted on their Twitter very different energies. Hashtag WWE Raw, at Archer of Infamy, at WWE Sheamus. And then, of course, you can read the tweet made by uh, Wade Barrett, which he goes under his uh, Twitter handle, at Stu Bennett, if you wish to, of course, check that out, of course, as well. And, of course, like I said, Damian Priest even survived the triple threat match this past Sunday. 
over, of course, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus as well. So that was truly a magnificent feat in itself. <coughs> Going back to NXT 2.0, Jeremy Thomas uh, posted this story tonight about a new match that was that was actually set for tonight's show. WWE has has a made last minute addition to tonight's NXT announcing a new singles match for the show. The company didn't and, and the company announced this this afternoon that Kyle O'Reilly would face Rich. The announcement reads the following: Kyle O'Reilly and Rich Holland have traded haymakers outside the ring, and, and tonight the two superstars will throw down inside the square circle. The Bruiser from Yorkshire and Pete Dunne launched an assault that knocked O'Reilly from the NXT title fader four-way match two weeks ago. O'Reilly delivered payback last week with a crushing blow that caused Holland and Dunn their matchup against Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa, who will gain the upper hand in the back-and-forth brawl tonight on USA Network. Of course, like I said, I will be finding about, out about this, about this match here in just a little while as well. Okay, our next story right here. <coughs> Excuse me. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as Todd Pentengill talks about his time in WWE, also AEW being competition for WWE, and more. Todd was a guest on Wrestling Epicenter recently and discussed his time in WWE, also AEW serving as competition for WWE these days, and more. The show sent along some highlights, and of course, you can check out right here along, along with the audio, of course, right here on this page. I'll just read you some of the highlights right here. On what he's doing right now, Peyton Gill says, I actually moved out of New York to Texas about five years ago, just outside of Austin, after living my whole life on the East Coast. I've always had a production since 1994, I guess, and we've just sort of built upon that since I stopped with the radio about a year ago. The radio was about a 40-year run, but it was time to take a little break, be able to stay up late and sleep in. For almost 40 years, I got up at 3, 3.30 in the morning, so that was a nice change. We're doing a lot of video production, as you said, a lot of stand-up comedy, but also TV shows, motion graphics. We just produced two, two to six episodes of the kids' show, Wonderama, through our pen projects and staying in it. And I'm still doing some fun projects for the WWE. Whatever little fun projects that we find that I'm passionate about, we take. Oh, now he got involved with WWE. Penn Gill says, well, it is kind of an interesting story. Vince and Linda McMahon were listeners of the show, of course, Scott and Todd on 95.5 WPL in New York and called me out of the blue. They said, hey, do you know anything about wrestling? I said, not really. Vince said, perfect. I want someone that I take. He'd asked if I'd be willing to go to Stanford to audition. I said, absolutely. And I did. With Vince, you either get a broom or a bottle of water to sell to him. I got the bottle of water. I guess he liked it. The rest is history. On working with WWE while doing a daily morning show, being a grind, Penton Gill says, yeah, it was, and it, and that basically is why I had to leave. I basically went without a vacation for five years because I used all my vacation time to do the pay-per-view. While there, I was working seven days a week when they started Livewire, and I was on the first Monday Night Raw. It was kind of a grueling schedule. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't something I could keep up. That is the reason I left, but it was on good terms. I think that attributes to them still calling and us doing some stuff together 26, 27 years later. It's kind of fun. 
on WWE skewing for a young audience when he first got there. Penn Gill says, I wouldn't say it was kiddie programming, but you can skew it a little bit. But during my time there, you see it begin to change. The Attitude Era was approaching. It was the new generation, but things were starting to change. I think that's that that I think that is a credit to Vince. You have to know that the audience is changing and change your program to fit that that audience. I think that is what he did just to keep pace with what was going on in the world. It was definitely moving that way in my time, but when I left, it went further to that area. But it was always top of it, which is to, which is which is to Vince's credit. On working alongside Randy Savage, Pendigo says. He was just a kind, genuine person. He didn't have any kind of ego about being on the show and treating me as an equal. We developed a pretty good friendship. It wasn't something I, I expected. When they told me the Macho Man is going to co-host, I was like, oh, wow, sure. But this is the guy, this guy going to want to work with me. They were like, oh, oh, yeah. He was terrific. He had so many, we had so many laughs and it was such a great, great journey. I miss him a lot. On if there was ever noticeable tension in WWE when business went down in the mid-90s. Penny Gill says, not at all. As you know, the business is very cyclical, but with the direct competition from WCW, it was always on. <clears throat> there was never at any point in time when we, where we were like, oh boy, the product is, not, is just not there. We felt the exact opposite. I think we had something special, and it put everyone at the top of their game when you had Turner jump in with a competing organization and you see a guy or two go over to WCW. It was kind of hot and heavy there for a while, but when you're in it, you're in it. And again, not coming from a wrestling background, it was all still so new to me. Obviously, I had watched some programming before, but never as into it as when I started to work there. But I never felt that way at all. I always felt we were trying to be at the point and put on a great show. On working with Sonny, Pentagon says I had Stephanie Wyand as a co-host, but we didn't have the same chemistry as I did with Sunny. She's doing better. I just saw I just saw Sunny got on Instagram about a month ago. She's a dear person. You know, listen, who, who among us hasn't has hasn't had our own persona, personal personal ups and downs. She was a genuine person. Was very willing to appear. She did that very very well. I have a lot of respect for her. On Vince Russo saying bad stuff about about Todd when he went about Penn Gill when he jumped to WCW in 1999, Penn Gill says, I didn't have a lot to do with Vince Russo. I worked directly with the segment producer, so I didn't have a lot to do with him, but I did know he was involved big picture in the show. On if WWE ever pushed the envelope too far during his time there, Penn Gill says, I don't think so. I think it was all we never really crossed that crossed over the line at that time. We may have walked up walked up to it a couple of times, but if you compare it to other things that were on that were on at the time, it was still a pretty clean version of life because we were we knew the audience was skewing a little bit younger. We didn't push things too far, but again the evolutionary process was taking it there. I was never uncomfortable with it. I just felt it was the evolutionary process. On returning for WWE NXT's takeover in your house, Pettengill says, it was nice to be asked. Last year was the 25th anniversary of in your house. It just does not feel like it was 25 years ago that I was doing that those monthly in your house pay-per-views. There was there. Shawn Michaels was there. I saw Ted DiBiase. I saw a lot of crewmembers that were still there. 
of course there were a lot of new faces but it was so nice to be asked and i really did have a lot of fun on awb wwe demo recently penny gill says i think competition is good i really do i think you put out a better product product when you're competing for something rather than putting out a deadly product because you think because you think about so many other things when you're alone in this transfer you operate completely differently than you do when you have neighbors <clears throat> when you have competition in any business it drives you it makes you put on a good product and that's good for everyone including the fans you have so much loyalty for the wwe you have a new company set like aew but but you also have to remember that a long time ago wwf was a new company too it is it is of course a brand building i think i think the competition is only good for the sport and i think it's going and i think it's going to be really really good going forward of course we post of course this in this uh uh this interview of course they did with uh, of course todd pentengill on the WCWS, of course, interview corner page. If you wish to, of course, go back and check that out. It was a little silent to me. It was a really big interview from what I was able to read there. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight. As the Mall of America said, said they'd be down to host AEW Dynamite. Hmm. Mall of America has a history of professional wrestling, and they'd be up for continuing that by hosting AEW Dynamite. The famed Minneapolis Mall, which was the site of WCW premiere in 1995, took to Twitter to reply to a fan who said AEW should bring the Dynamite after full gear to the mall. The mall's official Twitter is always, we're all for it. It worked great the first time. At AEW brings the fire. AEW full gear said to take place. <clears throat> um, I think I think they may have probably had the month wrong here. Um, <clears throat> I think it's I think it might be. Uh, yeah, I don't even know when. I, I'll have to check see when full is supposed to be taking place. But they're supposed to be taking place in Minneapolis at the Target Center which also hosts the Dynamite and the Rampage the week before the pay-per-view. So, obviously, they would be in for it. Uh, now, that might have been kind of a typo, of course, on 411 Mania's part, because, obviously, September 27th was yesterday. So, uh, we'll have to find that out for certain. If they meant, of course, to say October or November, I'm not sure what they meant to say. Because that. They we hear about some when full gear is supposed to take place, but we'll find that out. And let you know. Blake Lavelle posted this story <coughs> today, as uh, Jacob Fatu talks about his relationship with Roman Reigns, and also getting advice from other members of the Noi family. In a recent interview on the Run Inc. Daily, Jacob Fatu discussed rec discussed receiving advice from the Noi family roman reigns and much more here are some of the right here are some of the highlights jacob fatu and receiving advice from the anoai family ahead of his title versus title match at major league wrestling's fightland jacob says oh absolutely it's not even pops it's everybody that's involved with the business even my family that's seen 
the stuff all over social media. I think that just him being excited is just enough for me to really go in there and do what I do. But absolutely, man, with Pop there, Uncle Kishi, of course, talking about Rick Kishi, is always there. Shout out to the Usos and Brother Roman, too. We all just connected. But I think they're more excited and more nervous about the match, though, than I am. It feels good. It feels good, man. I, they know the work I put in and vice versa because this isn't just a family where it's just, oh, yeah, we're cousins and we don't talk. No, we're really tapped in with each other. And it's nothing but motivation. It's nothing but happiness because we know because we know that where we come from. But not only that, we also know that our uncles and our fathers have done for us open up the doors and lay the mat down for us really respect what's what's going on but also to really put in that work it's good i wouldn't have it no other way i'm glad i'm part of the anoai fatu family on whether he's talked with roman reigns about their current spots in the wrestling industry and his relationship with other members of the family jacob says you, you know what we haven't i was with jay a couple of weeks ago and when we do talk though even if it's just seeing each other on the road or sometimes at an airport or whatever it is, they know the work they're doing. You know, we just fill in. It's weird when your family like that and you're really tapped in with your family. You just kind of feel it. Plus, our family is so big to where word gets out around anyways. But when it's time to sit down at that table and for us to really talk about what's going on with them on that side, it's going to be something good for us also for our kids as well. So, so, like I said, I mean, <coughs> they are a talented fan wrestling family. There's no doubt about that. But, of course, is they'll make sure they don't let all of this gold go to their heads. That's all I got. pretty much got to say about that. Blake Lavelle posted this story here uh, tonight with some WWE news as Miss Bliss sends another cryptic tweet after Lily's demise of the Extreme Rules. And also, Nikki Bella buys her son... His first car. Wonder what this could be. Let's see. Miss Bliss has sent out another cryptic tweet following the demise of Lily at Extreme Rules, where Charlotte destroyed the doll while also defeating Bliss to retain the Raw Women's title. In delays, treat Bliss quotes Einstein and states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from, from one form to another. And that's what she says in her uh, tweet here today. In the newest video on the Bella Twins YouTube channel, Nikki Bella's son, Mateo, gets his very first car, of course, sort of, and the, which is actually is what I figure is actually his, uh, his, uh, is actually one of those little, those little, remember those yellow and orange little tights cars, but uh, of course, they've gotten a little bit smaller since the ones I remember, so the video is, uh, the video, you can check it out through the Bella Twins or like I said, you can check out the video right here on this page if you wish to go back and uh, go back and read some of that there as well. And I'm pretty certain, as I've said, I said of course after Raw on Raw Radio yesterday afternoon, that my personal opinion, this thing between Bliss and Charlotte is not over with. They're going to continue to go in. They're going to go. They're going to continue to go at it at sometime, some sometime down the road here. Eventually, I'm sure Bliss will at least try to grab that belt away from Charlotte sometime down the road. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here today as there was a backstage rumor on an idea that WWE pitched to Adam Cole that he actually shot down. 
Fightful Select has a new report with new details on plans that WWE was making for Adam Cole on the main roster. Ultimately, Adam Cole ended up signing with AEW after his WWE contract expired last month and made his debut at AEW event. It was previously rumored that there was a creative pitch for Cole to work as a heel manager for Keith Lee. However, Cole said he never heard about that one. According to Pipel's report, it's not uncommon for pitches like that like that one not to make it to the talent. One pitch that Pipel reports did make it that did make it to Cole was to have him cut his hair and give him a new look for Raw or SmackDown. Cole reportedly made it clear to WWE officials that he was interested in cutting his hair for the WWE TV pitch was not made again to Cole and and was and was said not to be among the final ideas that were given to him. Additionally, WWE resources reportedly had high praise for Cole for his transparency on what he did and didn't like from a creative standpoint, along with how he dealt with his WWE exit. As noted, Adam Cole spoke to Renee Paquette and revealed that he talked to Triple H and Shawn Michaels about going over to a EW. So, like I said here, folks, your guess is as good as mine here. <coughs> I'm sorry about that, folks. Excuse me. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here today as WWE releases a injury update for Eva Marie following Monday Night Raw. WWE.com has announced in a storyline medical update for Eva Marie following the attack attack on her on last night's Raw. Here is here is that update. Eva Marie's injury update. Eva Marie was evaluated after Raw and is being treated for a possible dislocation of her elbow following another brutal attack by Shayna Baszler. Of course, stay locked to WWE social and digital platforms for the latest updates. During Raw, Eva Marie interfered and cost Dewdrop's match against Charlotte Flair, which I figured she would. After the match, Baszler didn't Appeared and stomped on her arm after placing it on the steel ring steps. There is a video right here on this page of the beat of, of the beat down that actually, of course, took place uh, from Shayna Baszler on to, of course, Eva Marie. You can check out that video right here if you wish to take a look at that. Of course, I really thought Piper Niven would be definitely be one person that could definitely get that belt off of uh, get that belt off of Charlotte. She maybe give it. Another opportunity sometime down the road, I would say. Uh, Jeffrey T Harris posted this story today with some AEW news. As MJF says, to keep bringing in these guys who came from VKM. Also, promos and highlights from Dark Elevation. AEW released the following promos and highlights from this week's, week's edition of AEW Dark Elevation with comments from MJF and Brian Danielson in Queens, New York. MJF noted on his success in Queens for AW Demand Slam. Of course, MJF says, hometown, this is Queens. This place is a rat-infested dump. I am from Plainview, Long Island, the greatest place in the world, and we are so close to going to UBS Arena in Long Island. And for the first time ever, that I am going to be in front of my hometown. What 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 I did was I beat Brian Pimmel Jr. without breaking a, a GD sweat. Somebody, please stop me in this company. Somebody, for the love of God, beat me smack dab in the middle of the ring, pinned me, tapped me out. No one, I mean, able to beat me clean in this company. Do you know why? i tell you why. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. What a douche. Without me, this company ain't crap. You can keep bringing in these guys who came from VKM because the only three letters 
the only three letters that matter in professional wrestling are MJF. He's an even bigger douche. Of course, you can check out his. <coughs> of course, you can also, of course, check out a lot of these. Uh, you can actually, of course, check out all the tweets here, of course, obviously. That was a part of, uh, obviously, Dark Elevation here tonight. So if you wish to, of course, listen in on all that. but And someone that definitely will definitely need to really shut MJF up sometime down the road. And one one more story before we go to our to John's uh, take on the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays tonight. Jeffrey Harris posted this story, which came out actually on... Let's see, actually it came out Sunday, I believe. Yes. As Mandy Rose is showing off her new look, <clears throat> tops the WWE superstar Instagram photos this week. Of course, I don't know why looking like a female vampire would, would top the look, but I guess Vince McMahon is into that freaky sort of thing. Of course, we're not really surprised. WWE.com released this week's top 25 best superstar Instagram photos of the week. This week's picks include Carmella, Mandy Rose, Eva Marie, Roman Reigns, Tony Storm, Riddle, and many more. Here are some of those images, of course, right here below. Of course, Carmella's picture is Carmella's picture is not bad. She said the pee pad ruined the shot. That was probably one behind her door or probably one laying on her bed. I don't know. Um, even even uh, uh, <coughs> let's see here. Oh, sorry about that. Here, folks, let's uh, let me take care of something. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> um, even Marie's picture, of course, she said, hashtag Thursday thoughts. One thing I know for sure, that the dark moments and the bad days, even the bad seasons that we all go through will pass. It never seems like when we were going through it, but through it, but this AA slogan, this too shall pass, is a nice reminder. This moment, our situation will pass. Pain and failure didn't don't last don't last forever. There will be many setbacks on your way to success, but also a lot of little wins along the way. I appreciate both of them because the hard hard days allow you to grow and enjoy the good ones because they keep you uh, pushing. No matter what, keep pushing. Hashtag one day at a time. Hashtag say the course. Of course, also, of course, is coming is through, uh, I think, her, uh, that might be part of what her, um, um, that might be, of course, talking about uh, some of the stuff that she probably put out or something. Um, that you can actually use a, a, use a code featuring her name if you, if you want to save, of course, uh, um, if you go, if you go on at, of course, at the page called Rock. Y-D-E-R-W-E-A-R. You can use like a promo code. You can save some money when you shop on anything on that particular page. Of course, the worst picture I've seen that I'm looking at right now is Roman Reigns still holding that universal title. And of course, once again, gloating, boasting, bragging like a complete douche that he is, Roman says, my show is my main event, my universe. Hashtag acknowledge me. Hashtag WWE Raw. What a complete joke. Uh, Johnny Gargano, course posted of him and his wife Candice LeRae like she got covered in paint and also their little dog and of course she said uh, they said we blew it B-L-U-E so apparently 
apparently their baby must be or is probably going to be a boy. So hashtag baby wrestling. Okay. Kayla Braxton, of course, looking really good. She said new episode of at WWE The Bump kicks up at 10 a.m. Eastern on at Peacock TV in my pants halves. Okay. <coughs> uh, of course, Mandy's outfit, of course, obviously, she just types the word toxic, which actually, like I said, that would probably be good despite the fact that she looks like still looks like a female vampire. Uh, Matt, Matt Riddle, of course, like I said, jacked up here. He says here, remember, it's easy to give up and it's hard to succeed. Hashtag bro. Hashtag stallion. Hashtag WWE raw. Hashtag team champions. Hashtag apps. Hashtag RK bro. Hashtag USA network. Uh, Tony Storm, of course, looking good here tonight. Uh, picture here said, she said, do the V for hashtag victory over cancer and support tomorrow's superstars today at Connor's Cure, Cure at WB Community at the V Foundation, of course, started by late NC State basketball coach Jim Valvano. I remember that. Of course, WB did post this on their Twitter account. Who snapped the most must-see Instagram photos of the week? So, But, of course... There are some good ones on there, and there's some that, of course, kind of made me gag there a little bit. But nevertheless, <coughs> there you have it, there, folks. With, of course, your, with your, of course, um, <coughs> excuse me, with your, of course, wrestling news and views for tonight. Uh, <coughs> we do thank our friends, of course, at 411 Mania for, of course, bringing, bringing, of course, that. Uh, we're bringing, of course, that uh, uh, our wrestling news reviews report here tonight. Of course, we also give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, to bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, let's find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And, of course, we have never tried to do anything like that in the past six years. Now, let's see what John has here for our first volley of our wrestling, pop culture, and history and birthdays here for today, uh, September the 28th. On this day in 1985, AWA Super Clash was held in front of 20,000 fans in Chicago. The professional event featured wrestlers from NWA, WCCW, and all Japan. The AWA World Heavyweight title was defended by Rick Martel against Stan Hansen, which ended in a double DQ. While the NWA World title was kept around the waist of Ric Flair after beating Magnum TA. On a state in 1993 at a WWF Wrestling Challenge taping, Ludwig Borga defeated Tatanka. This was the Tatanka's first loss in the company, joining in early in the two. On a state in 1998, following all falling off from the finish with the previous night's main event, where where both Undertaker and Kane pinned WWF champion Stone Cold Steve Austin. Vince McMahon came to Monday Night Raw to announce that neither Undertaker or Kane was the champion with a ring full of staff. The man was about to make his announcement when the cameras cut to Stone Cold driving a Zamboni through the backstage area, <coughs> excuse me, and then to the ring. Crashing into the ring, Austin launched up the Zamboni and started a beatdown on McMahon in what was one of WWF's most-watched segments to this day. Austin is also arrested for interrupting the championship ceremony. <clears throat> in 
infuriated. Uh, let's see here. Um, Vince ordered that the Undertaker came with face off with a belt at Judgment Day on October 18, 1998, with Stone Cold being the guest referee. Vince also made a match between the Undertaker and Kane versus the team of Ken Shamrock, The Rock, and Mankind. After Vince called Undertaker Kane handicap, calling Undertaker physical and Kane mental, Undertaker warned Vince, but Vince gave the middle finger to both Undertaker and Kane, leaving Taker Kane no alternative to attack Vince and also destroying his knee as well. Also in that same show in their first and only televised singles match, Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan and Bret Hart, a five-minute no contest after Sting interfered on Hart's behalf due to the beating he was receiving from Hogan. Sting would then take Hogan's would take Hart's place, which turned out to be a double cross when Hart and Hogan was a t- attacked Sting, cementing Bret Hart's heel turn. <coughs> yeah, John, I knew it was Monday Nitro. Today's a very happy 33rd birthday to former SmackDown, Raw, and NXT Tag Team Champion, and at one time, the illegitimate son of uh, Jason Jordan. Also, happy 56th birthday to Jado. Also, have happy 58th birthday to former hardcore champion, the lethal weapon himself, Steve Blattman. So, that was a name we haven't heard from in a long time either. Here are some pop culture history and birthdays here for a course tonight. On his day in 1066, William the Conqueror invades England, landing at Pevensey Bay in Sussex. Uh, on this day in 1860, Russia and Austrian army occupies Berlin. <coughs> on his day in 1779, the American Revolution, Samuel Huntington is elected president of the Continental Congress, succeeding John Jay. On his day in 1781, 9,000 American and 7,000 French troops begin siege of Yorktown. On the state 1785, Napoleon Bonaparte, age 16, graduates from the elite Ecole Militaire in Paris. On 1787, Congress sends constitution to state legislatures for their approval. On the state 1850, the U.S. Navy abolishes flogging as punishment. On the state 1867, Toronto becomes the capital of Ontario. Of course, right there near the neck of the woods of our own King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. On this day in 1892, the first night football game is played in Mansfield, Pennsylvania. I'm sure J.D. has an idea as to where that is. <coughs> Excuse me. On this day in 1911, the New York Highlanders get 13 walks to steal 15 bases, beating the Browns 18-12 as each team committed six errors. On this day in 1919, the fastest major league game in 51 minutes as the Giants beat the Phillies 6-1. to on a state in 1920, eight Chicago White Sox players are indicted for throwing the 1919 World Series. On a state in 1923, the lady, the, the lady, the Yankees, I'll say, the Yankees slaughter the Red Sox 24 to four. On a state in 1928, the, the Yankees clinch pennant number three. On a state in 1930, Lou Gehrig's airless streak ends at 808, ends at 885 consecutive games. On say 1932, the 1932 Baseball World Series opens with the Cubs versus the Yankees. On this date in, on this date in, <clears throat> on this date in 19, uh, 30, see, let me go back to it. I'm sorry, I kind of messed it up here. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, 1938, yes. 
Homer in the uh, in the Gloman famous walk off a home run hit by Gabby Hardnett of the Chicago Cubs against the Pittsburgh Pirates. On a day in 1940, Michigan's Tom Harrison runs 72-86 yard touchdowns. On a day in 1941, Ted Williams ended the baseball season with a 406 batting average, and also on that same day, the Phillies lose club record 11th game. On the day in 1944, Theodore Roosevelt Jr., the son of the 26th president, Teddy Roosevelt, is posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor for directing troops at Utah Beach during the D-Day landings. On the day in 1952, Stan Musial only makes his major league appearance as he only throws one pitch. On the day in 1955, the first World Series color TV broadcast on NBC as the Yankees beat the Dodgers. On say 1956, what was Johnny Carson's very first show was entitled The Johnny Carson Show, airs for the last time on CBS. On that same day, RCA records report records report Elvis Presley is three million records. And after that, we were told he was all shook up. All of them. Okay. <clears throat> on a day in nineteen sixty, Ted Williams. This is spot homer number 521. On say 1962, the last airing of The Tonight Show prior to Johnny Carson becoming the host officially airs on NBC. On say 1963, The Phil Silver Show debuts on CBS. On say 1968, The Beatles on stays number one for nine weeks. On say 1972, David Bowie sets out his first show at New York City's Carnegie Hall. On say 1974, Betty Ford, first lady, of course, undergoes a radical mastectomy. Also, on that same day, Nolan Ryan hits no hitter number three. On say 1976, Muhammad Ali beats Ken Norton in 15 for the heavyweight boxing championship. On say 1970, Ozzy Osbourne with the group Black Sabbath before, of course, being let go. On say 1984. The Cleveland Indians win 11, went 11 to 10 after down 10 to 0 to the Minnesota Twins. On this date in 1987, of course, this is of course a, one of this is a for you for those who are like me who are big who are, of course, the appropriate term are Trekkies. On this date in 1987, Star Trek, starring of course Patrick Stewart as Captain Picard, debuts on syndicated TV. On this date 1988. Uh, Oral Hershiser, which JD goes oral every time, breaks former Dodger Don Drysdale's record by pitching 58, sorry, 59 consecutive scoreless innings. On a state 1990, Marvin, I don't know if he is gay, gets a star on the Hollywood's Walk of Fame. No, ha- Marvin Gaye, the singer. I apologize. On a state 1991, they use a record of 75 games without a, a complete pitched game. On say 1992, the o- Oakland A's win American League West title. On say 1993, Dennis Martinez is the seventh person, seventh player to win 100 games in the American League and the National League. On say 1995, Bobby Brown escapes injury in a gun battle. On this day, 1997, David Brinkley, of course, famous broadcaster, at the age of four years old, retires after 54 years in broadcasting. Also on that same day, Mark McGuire hits hits home run number 58, of course, the, his 58th home run of that year. 
on the state in 2003, the final game played at Philadelphia's Veterans Stadium as the Braves beat the Phillies 5-2. On the state in 2008, the last game is played at Shea Stadium before its demolition happens for the between the New York Mets and the Florida Marlins with the Marlins 4-2. On the state in 2015, Trevor Noah succeeds John Stewart as the new host of The Daily Show. On the state last year, the Tampa Bay Lightning <clears throat> claimed second championship in franchise history by winning the series 4-2. The movie The Game Plan, starring The Rock, was released in 2007. Uh, of course, they did a dog pile on JD in that movie, by the way. Uh, that was that was really rough. Uh, Guns and Roses to the Jungle, released in, in 1987. Uh, some racing history and birthdays. 2003, Michael Waltrip wins the race at Talladega. This is Michael Waltrip's first first final win ever for Dale Earnhardt, Inc., and his final win for NASCAR. On, say, 1992, Jeffrey Bonin wins at Martinsville. On, say, 1986, Daryl Waltrip wins at North Wilkesboro. And, of course, John said that's all he's got for tonight's edition of uh, <coughs> for the history, for his take on tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report for tonight. So we do thank him, and also we do thank 411 Mania for the news and views here for tonight. Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. What, um, this is, of course, 9.52 p.m., 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. This is WCWS Revolution number 1047. Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw calling at your phone, of course, Tr Trinity, North Carolina tonight. And also the human suplex machine, John Gross, joining us here tonight from Front Royal, Virginia. We have two gentlemen, of course, here standing by. Let's go ahead and bring them in here, of course, to the table. First off, of course, I will say, <coughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, sorry, excuse me. First gentleman, we'll of course we'll of course talk about here. Uh, let's see. Yes, okay. The first man we'll talk about here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he is, of course. <clears throat> I'll say it here in a minute. He is, of course, like I said. Uh, uh, I'll say his name in a minute. Oh, there he is. Uh, he is the general manager, of course, of WCW US Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook. He's also part of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He also, of course, uh, posts all wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays every day on the Fan Empire and Entertainment Cavalcade Facebook pages. He is also, of course, a multiple-time title holder here in WCWUS. He's also known as the man with, of course, the golden voice, and he's proved that many, many times, of course, here on the show. Uh, let's see here what we can come up with here, of course, tonight. Um, I don't know if this man actually had time to pull out any special outfits or not. Uh, hmm. Well, actually, actually, I take that. I, I actually, I, I take that back. Uh, um, he actually kind of, he actually is actually doing the, a combination of MC Hammer and Stevie Wonder. He is. MC one, <laughs> okay. So, uh, <clears throat> and 
I'm not going to go any further with that. All that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'm sure he probably will get what I'm saying here, but I won't. Need, I will not say it any further. But so, ladies and gentlemen, he's of course, like I said, uh, uh, playing the piano. But he's playing. He's playing the his take on "You Can't Touch This" on the piano here tonight. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to get up and do the twist a little bit later. For and of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is of course proving that he does. Look like a combination of, of course, Arsenio Hall and also <clears throat> Lionel Richie here tonight. Because every time you see him walking up and down the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana, he goes a little something like this. Hello. <laughs> and we'll ask him to stand by for just one minute while we bring in, of course, the other gentleman here that's, that's here with us here this evening. He is part of the broadcast team for both WCW Raw Radio as well as, of course, Sports every Monday, and, of course, Sports Machine every Friday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> he's a three-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He's a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He is also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, also tells it like it is, of course, here about everything, including wrestling, sports, entertainment, and you name it, he'll definitely bring it up and talk about it. And, of course, ladies Ladies and gentlemen, coming from a great city and state, of course, of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where, of course, like, like I said, where, of course, you do never never mention anything at all about the city of Philadelphia because that is like a word of profanity. It's something you just do not say in Pittsburgh. Uh, but, of course, ladies and, but, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, be absolutely, be absolutely certain here, like I said, that he still always tells it like it is, even, of course, if, if he's not even wearing any pants. Uh, <clears throat> so, Course, and I got him for using a crack on me yesterday, but I mean, hey, that we're all having fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will bring both these gentlemen in as we welcome the following here to episode 1047, of course, of Revolution. First off, I would like to bring in the soul man, Lewis Fleming, and second of all, I would like to bring in the Iceman, of course, we know him as JD, but his real name is the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. Uh, Jay, hey. how you doing? To episode 1047 of Revolution. Thank y'all very much here for being, of course, here with us here tonight. <clears throat> now, of course, here before, uh, I know that uh, especially everybody's going to have some stuff to get off their chest. John's already got his, his, of course, his thoughts here about what happened last night on Raw. So uh, let's go ahead and get that taken care of before we move on to what anybody else say about tomorrow, last night's show and, of course, all the other stuff we have going on here for the next hour. Uh, John has, pre has said the saying the following. To be honest about Raw, it was pretty much a fair show with the cage match between Big E and Lashley and the no-DQ match between Damian Priest and Sheamus. The return of the Hurt Business and Shayna Baszler breaking even Marie's arm. John is going to say this to Shayna right now. Thank you very much. Ooh, okay. Thank you. Injuries, even Marie, who else? Okay, who else? Of course, is on the injured list. John believes he may know who Shana may target no. next, and that is, and that, yeah. Hold, hold on, hold your, hold your horses, <laughs> hold your horses. Um, and John may know who Shana may target next, and that obviously may be Charlotte Flair. Uh, of course, I, Lord, I hope so too, John. Anyway, Raw was, was a prayer show. All those two matches between Priest and obviously Lashley versus Big E 
was great, although both of them should have been on the pay-per-view since it was, of course, Extreme Rules, but, of course, we got it for free. The rest was just pretty much sucky, and that is it for John's take on, of course, what happened last night on Raw. Now, of course, like I said, let's see here, uh, because we we know that we're going we're going to save the we're going to save the biggest part of this. Obviously, of course, they may have a ton to, to get off his chest, but we're going to give him a minute to, to kind of cycle his thoughts for just a moment. Let's just see my Justin thoughts until Thursday. Well, Bud, like I said, we got an hour, so we got time to talk about it. We got time to talk about it. Thursday. Well, I say you're going to do it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but why do you want to wait to, why do you want to wait a couple of days? Just trust me. I feel sorry for you. Did, did, did you. did you say just trust you or just resting? What did you say? Trust me. I'll watch this trust you. Thursday. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what Justin will have to say here. Uh, because, like I said, we're going to have an hour to kill here because we need to have some stuff to talk about. But, Justin, um, Justin, let's have your thoughts here about what happened here. Justin, no, that's all we're talking about right now. Uh, anything about Monday Night Raw that you might uh, that you might have any thoughts about? I'm going to have to disagree with John. Shana is Shana has been doing that to. Other more doing been doing that to more people like Dakota Kai and um other women like uh Ember Moon and um what else? Um all I can say the show last night was garbage and um and uh Piper um last night I saw what's her name? Even Marie Sticker knows where it didn't belong. Even Marie Sticker knows where it didn't belong. Interfering, costing, costing, um, costing, uh, Piper Niven, aka Dewdrop, the, 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 um, women's, Raw Women's title, the Raw Women's title belt. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. everyone, I, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, Dewdrop can beat Charlotte. I know that for a fact. Oh, well, I agree with that. Uh, but obviously, of course, even Marie felt that she wasn't done with Piper Niven. And I'm going to start just saying that name says Dewdrop. I'm getting tired of saying Dewdrop. But we, we all we all know who she is. So it's not like we're stupid. Please continue your thoughts. And I don't like the Hurt Business being back together. I don't like that at all. And um, And I also, sorry. And uh, well, um, I and um, what else? What I can, what I can say? Um, that's uh. Well, let's see what else? I'm trying to see. Yeah, Jeff Hart uh, Jeff Hardy, um I don't know, I don't know, and um yeah, twenty four seven Todd needs to go. 
Yeah. Hearing yeah, that twenty four seven Thailand is going. That's all I would say about that. Okay. Okay. All right. And and of course, uh, Justin, uh, as I believe, I believe this is, I believe this was done by the late Whitney Houston. I'm not sure, but JD is saving all his love for you. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. So I'm saving. I'm also looking forward to this. Okay. I'm going to start using that on these a little bit more often. I've been using that one quite a bit lately. Hey, hey, that's not a bad idea. Punchline donkey. Yeah, I've got that on here. I've actually got two recordings. <laughs> oh my god! I recorded, I recorded it this morning because someone did a ten-hour thing, ten-hour video on YouTube, but they played nothing but this, and I actually got a little <laughs> bit of it. And I actually kept it playing all day long. Out of ten hours, seven and a half hours was already played by the time I, got, I left this morning at home this afternoon, which was crazy. Seven. <laughs> I said, wow. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, J.D., now, since you're going to probably save your thoughts about uh, Raw here for uh, Thursday night, is there anything else, of course, on your mind here that you'd like to, of course, bring up before we, of course, bring up anything more further about, uh, of course, more in, uh, in, into our, of course, prediction title challenge results and uh, some of the matches? Well, I do have an update. I do have some news to report, however. Of course, we want to congratulate Ronda <laughs> Rousey on the birth of her daughter, of course, uh, yesterday. So congratulations to her and her husband. Having a baby girl, healthy and everything, very good to say the least. We saw Raw's TV viewership do 1.70 down from 1.793. They averaged 4 point, delivered a 0.48 in their 18 to 49 demographic, down from last week's 0.49 rating. The first hour did 1.818 million viewers. Hour two did 1.714. The final hour did 1.596. But 12.9 million have watched the Monday night game hour. As the Dallas Cowboys crushed the Philadelphia Eagles by 20, 41, 21. The three hours of Raw finished 7, 8, 9, respectively in the 18 to 49 demographic in Monday's cable range. Last year's Clash of Champions delivered 1.82 million viewers, however, for the night after Clash of the Champions. Also, of course, uh, as we said, happy birthday goes out to the Lethal Weapon C. Blackman, 58 today. Jason Jordan, 33. And Ginny from NXT UK, 32. Also, of course, we saw some interesting matches tonight, however, including Raquel Gonzalez versus Frankie Monet. Roderick saw the new Cruiserweight champion on Grayson Waller. B-Fab with Ashanti Theodonis and Top Dollar with Isaiah Scott took Electro Lopez with Santos Escobar, Juan Quijada, and Raul Mendoza in an ODQ match. Electro Lopez did win that match. Uh, we did see also, of course, Zion Quinn defeat Oni Lacan, however, tonight I'm looking at the matches here. Eo Shrine and Zoe start to on Toxic Attraction. Gigi Dolan, JC Jane with Mandy Rose. As a result, however, we did see, of course, however, uh, we're not sure who won that match. We'll get that an update in a second. Roderick Strong defeated Grayson Waller, of course. Kyle O'Reilly did defeat Rich Holland, however, in an uh, interesting match. Now, I'm not sure what happened in that other match, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, we do know that tomorrow night will be a very interesting matchup, of course, if you will. And also, the AEW viewership this week for the two-hour grand special 
did 640,000 viewers hour, down from 642,000 the week before. Of course, the first hour did 727,000 viewers and finished first in the cable ratings with a 0.32 rating. Of course, the second hour of Rampage delivered 552,000 viewers and finished fourth in Friday's cable ratings with a 0.25 rating. There you go. Well, Roger Strong, my personal opinion here, shouldn't have that title at all. After all, he actually cheated to win that belt last week. And I do hope, still hope, of course, for some, for some sake here, that uh, William Regal, uh, William Regal actually gives him a uh, gives Kushida another opportunity at that title, because, like I said, he is definitely one person that definitely deserves it. But we'll have to wait and see. Of course, obviously that will, of course, play out. <clears throat> Uh, now, I think Justin has left us uh, for the time. Well, Justin has stepped away for a moment, but he'll be right back. Let's give you this one more time. 10.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is, of course, uh, Tuesday, September 28, 2021. Episode number 1047 of Revolution uh, here tonight is uh, <clears throat> Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw. Of course, also. The uh, Geralmo from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the human suplex machine John Gross from, of course, Front Royal, Virginia, and also, of course, uh, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming, who I think had to go to the can uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Uh, oh, look, oh, I got one right there. Okay. <laughs> Take a shit. Uh, I don't want. Okay, 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 Justin. TMI, buddy. TMI. Okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, in football terms, Justin had to take the Browns and take the ball. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <coughs> Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Just uh, something caught in my throat there. So, I'm, but I'm okay. Coming up here tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, right fast. Let's bring you, of course, what's going to be taking a little bit more of an update of what will be taking place. First off at six thirty. Do not forget WCWS outside of the ropes. Uh, one eight seven pound, of course, as I'll be on to bring you some of your pop culture news and views from Four Eleven Mania. Also, some wrestling news tidbits, also from Four Eleven Mania. Plus, also your pop culture history and birthdays for tomorrow. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, tomorrow night at six thirty, <clears throat> and at uh, and of course at and of course at nine o'clock, episode one thousand forty seven of Revolution. Of course, here one three eight zero five five pound. <clears throat> New dream birthdays, of course. We'll talk about what 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 did happen tonight as far as NXT goes, and also, of course, any results that do come in for tonight for tomorrow night's version of a for uh, tomorrow's edition of Dynamite, and also, of course, part two of our predictions, of course, which will be some of the matches that that of course having to do with SmackDown. We will talk about those tomorrow night, of course, <clears throat> as well as Extreme Rules. Be sure to on that coming up here at nine o'clock. Now, John and Justin obviously did not get an opportunity to hear this yesterday on Raw Radio. Of course, JD has already found this out, but I will go ahead and bring all. The, I will go ahead and bring this up now. Uh, <clears throat> as you know, of course, we did have twelve people that took part in the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. Um, of course, the official the official uh, update of that was this: is the case, Jonathan did not get a chance, of course, uh, 
uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, won the prediction title challenge with seven points. We also had a a a, a humongous tie for second place with six points apiece, belonging to the human suplex machine, John Gross, Byron J. Brain, uh, J.D., also Justin, also uh, the, the, uh, the ace of spades, Jordan Stuffless. So, and, of course, third place, of course, with five votes piece, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, which is not bad for a return, uh, for a return to the prediction title challenge scene. Uh, Layla Peters and also Danny from Oak Park also received five points. The Black Michelle Lindy four points, and Jody Valentine received three points. So everyone did not do bad, but like I said, everybody. Everybody did earn opportunities, of course, to compete for the, the, of course, for all the championships. Of course, Mitt did win the eight, the new AEW US BTE Championship. Uh, we, of course, have obviously, uh, uh, Justin, if you can just turn your sound down for just a second, bud. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Um, we uh we of course like i said uh we did get to hear from the black widow michelle lynn Dodds yesterday afternoon on raw radio and she has already been made aware of what her match is jd of course ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> i will be posting this as a poll match of course up here really soon as of course the it will be a triple threat match for the aews pinnacle championship because there was a there was a tie for First place from an from a poll match that was done for this on the pay per view prediction center page. We never got a chance to finish the match because the poll option on that page, of course, as you know, was discontinued. So of course, there uh, William Banks at the time went in as champion. He is now out of the out of, for the time being out of the title picture as far as that belt is concerned. So it would be a triple threat match. Of course, pitting JD against Kevin O'Sullivan and Justin Carter. So that ought to be a really good match right there. <clears throat> uh, Michelle, of course, obviously the belt that she's going to be going for is, and, and of course, this was something that JD did here yesterday as well. And that is the fact that JD is now going to have to defend the AEW US FTW title against Michelle. So that ought to be a, a tremendous matchup. It always between JD and Michelle it is always a good is always a good good bout. Of course, when we have them on the shows. Now, John and Justin, obviously, I'm sure y'all both of y'all want to hear about who y'all are going to face. And of course, looking over my list, of course, now. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Hmm. Let's see. Justin, what we're going to do for you, not to have got the perfect one here for you, you, my, you, my friend, are going to go after the AEW US Road 
Rager. She's going to go take on Richard Selby for the Road Rager Championship. So, uh, okay. So, so we'll post that on there, of course, as soon as possible. And John, if you can hear me here, uh, let's see what what we're going to do. What what we're, what we're going to do right here. Uh, there's only let's see. And I hope one person that's on our panel here tonight can forgive me for doing this. I'm actually probably going to make him do a whole lot of defending. Uh, yeah, that's okay. We'll do that. Uh, John, you're going to go after the AEWS Super Kick Championship also against E. JD, you got some work, buddy. <laughs> so you're going to go after a title, and yeah, defend two of them. So, um, and this was off my list. That, of course, obviously, that got off the of WCWS universe. There may be others on there, and I have not been able to make any more determinations. Uh, so I do apologize about that. Uh, not unless JD, of course, has had to step away for a minute or something. I'm not sure where he's at. Uh, but, uh, but we'll be posting those. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so far, ladies and gentlemen, JD will take on Kevin O'Sullivan and Justin Carter for the AEW US pinnacle championship. Uh, <clears throat> JD will defend the AEW US FTW title against, of course, the black widow, Michelle Lynn dots. Also, Richard defend the AWUS Road Rager Championship against uh, Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, and of course, once again, JD will be defending the AWUS Super Kick Championship against John. So, and of course, <clears throat> who knows? This might lead towards a future opportunity. Um, this might lead towards a future opportunity uh, for the belt that met new belt that meant AWS BTE title, which I'll let y'all know about what we're going to do with that here at some point down the road. Okay. <clears throat> I just, I'm sorry, my, my, my throat's just a little bit clogged up here. Excuse me. Uh, now let's see what we have here. Guys, if we're going, let's just go ahead here and uh, let me see. I think we have like of course, officially there were matches that took place this past Sunday at Extreme Rules. There was three matches from the card that were, that that did that that had superstars that were part of Monday at the that were a part that are a part of Monday Night Raw. So I guess we can go ahead and talk about them <clears throat> while we have, of course, a few minutes. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Um, Table. Well, let's see. Let's John. Then we'll go with Justin and G. We're going to let you take the rear. Um, that bad choice of words. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but uh, John, we're going to start with you here. As the first match, we'll talk about here in 18 minutes and 15 seconds. As we saw, the New Day defeat the team of Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and almost by pinfall. What was your thoughts about that match? 
He said this match was unannounced, but he said it was a good match. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Justin, your thoughts about the same match? The one they did, they want, the one they added on Sunday, the six man tag. That was good. It's okay. 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 JD, your thoughts about the six man tag that they added on Sunday? JD. JD. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, the six-man tag that they added on the, the the event on Sunday. What was your thoughts about it? Go to Justin first. I already did. Oh, sorry about that. Justin, Justin's already writing on your word. You're you're you're. you're Whoops. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's go just ahead. Say, let's just say, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but it was predictable. I mean, we knew what was going to happen. I mean, they needed to throw a bonus match out there, How obviously, for the fans, how are there in Columbus, how are, and they got to see it. Of course, it was no-brainer that we were going to see what happened, how are, obviously, especially after what went down, however. Uh, when the New Day showed up with Big E, Kofi, and Xavier Howard, and then, of course, who comes out of nowhere, but, of course, AJ almost and Bobby Lashley. And, of course, Bobby, of course, uh, knows that he's still bitter and upset and butthurt about losing the title to Big E. I mean, all I can say to that is get fucking over, quit crying like a little bitch, basically, because that's all you are crying right now is like a little bitch, basically. <clears throat> Acting like a total jackass. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was okay, but, uh, again, it was too predictable. I mean, we knew what was going to happen. It's just the same old bullshit over and over again. I agree. I agree with that. And before we go to the next match here, folks, we had this have, like, a new arrival. Looks like he's coming back in, of course, from, of course, a a very interesting trip that he took. I think he, it, he went to exploring the... Uh, the, the 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 mountains of Dolly, I think, somewhere up in Pigeon Forge, t- Tennessee. Oh, excuse me. And he saw plenty he of cougars cor- there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, or, or it might have been the Grand Tetons. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and bring him on here. Of course, the Revolution at one thousand forty-seven. Halen, of course, from the great state of Georgia, where of course. Of course, we're for the first time in a long time. He saw something bigger than peaches. Whoops. Yeah. He is, of course, part of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. Uh, also, of course, a part of the team which brings you raw, I mean, I'm sorry, Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And also a multiple-time title holder. I do believe in both, of course, uh, WWUS and also GSWI as well. Let's bring him in, of course, here right now, ladies and gentlemen. He is, of course, the king of clubs and family, Mr. Mint Patel. Mint, we welcome you back, sir. And your one thousand forty-seven. Thank you very much here for being here with us. <clears throat> oh no, not a problem. I'm honored. And by the way, Sports Machine will happen on Thursday at 4 o'clock. Yes, this Thursday is going to be a very special edition of the machine. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, 
is a small number of wrestling debate Thursday night at four o'clock will be so in other words sports should be on this week on Thursday instead of Friday apparently so is that yes. what I'm hearing is that correct yes because, okay. uh, with so the draft on Friday, how we're going to have a lot to talk about, plus go over the games of the week, how are, and give you an update on what's going on in the baseball world, how are, especially with the playoffs just around the corner. And by the way, speaking of baseball, Brandon Belt will now be out four weeks, a big blow to the San Francisco Giants due to an injury. <laughs> so this could change things, however. And like we said, a lot happening now, especially with the final weekend of the season going into uh, the final weekend, I should have said, of the season. And looking at the baseball stats very quickly, going into tonight, my boys did defeat Chicago, however. Uh, but earlier tonight, let's take a look at the stand- scores right now and let you know what's going on very quickly. However, the Yankees, of course, are winning 7-2. to The Cardinals continue to dominate. I mean, you talk about a hot team right now. The Cardinals are smoking hot right now, and no pun intended. They went 16 in a row, maybe 17. They are winning right now 6-2. Uh, right now, John's boys are down 2 nothing, and currently the Padres and Dodgers are getting underway, as is the A's and the Mariners. Uh, earlier tonight, however, the Mutts, of course, hosted the Marlins, and, of course, in a twin build, the Mutts took two. And uh, the Braves did defeat the Phillies 2-1, to so that race is getting very tight now between those two. And to the standings, we go very quickly. Tampa is eight up on the Yankees. However, despite the Yankees, have won six in a row. The White Sox, however, are 12 up on the Tribe. Houston is still four and a half clear Seattle. The A's six and a half back, however. In the East, however, the Braves are now four ahead of the Phillies. So the Phillies, however, have now lost two in a row. The Braves, are, looks like they could wrap up the division maybe in the next few days. Uh, as we said, the Cardinals have won 16 in a row going into tonight. Now you can say 17 in a row. They continue to chop down Milwaukee's lead. I mean, this is a right, real hot ball club the last three weeks. And in the West, however... Uh, right now, going into tonight, it's a two-game differential between the Giants and the Dodgers. So things are still heating up as we head down the road tower into the postseason. <laughs> okay, yeah. <clears throat> Let's get back to it here. Admit we're already talking about the Monday Night Raw, of course, from this past Sunday's Extreme Rules. Uh, the first one, obviously, we're talking about was one that they actually just added on Sunday, which was a six-man tag, of course, the New Day versus uh, AJ Styles, almost, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, any thoughts about that, please, sir? Uh, it was okay. About it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Our next one here, we go back to John here. As we talk about, of course, the next match having to do with Raw in 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Unfortunately, uh, the Carmella or the Carmella lookalike uh, Charlotte uh, retained the Raw Women's title over Miss Bliss. Uh, John, your personal thoughts about this match right here? John says Charlotte always has to find a way to win, does she? Well, obviously, John, uh, answer is obviously yes. And one thing is, is that she she got a good luck kiss on Vince's left uh, post left left part of his posterior left nut because it would well well in this case it was in the backside because like I said she got she she got 
her brown is went up in hole. Hey, all right, yeah, huh. okay, yeah, very good. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Justin, your thoughts the Raw Women's Title match? Wait, did you do the did you do the Live and Carmella match? No, no, I'm that's SmackDown, but I'm doing ones that are tied in with Raw tonight. Tomorrow night, I'm going to do the others. Oh, Raw. Um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I always do it. Wait, this, wait, this, wait, this is Extreme Rules, isn't it? Or just yeah. Yeah. for Raw? Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. What I'm doing it, as I said, what I'm doing is is that is that I'm dividing it to where, like I said, since since last, since uh, this is Tuesday night, it was just right after Raw, I'm talking about the matches having to do that that involved superstars that you normally would see on Raw. The next night I will do, I will talk about, we'll talk about the matches that having to do with the superstars from SmackDown. That's the one, so... That's why I said we're doing. I always like to divide it and talk about it on two nights. So that's why I talked about the, uh, yeah. So the Raw Women's Title match from this past Sunday. Go, um, crap. <laughs> Simple enough. JD, your thoughts about this one, the Raw Women's Title match? Once again, let's have the blonde-ass bimbo bitch, the conniving clown who has her mouth all over Vince's balls and Bruce's ass, however, and the entire WWE front office of Mr. People Power himself, Laryngitis, Nick, no-nonsense, uh, Nebby, nosy con, however, and of course, our, that buck-tooth old beaver, Kevin, dickhead douchebag, Dunn, however. Gee, Charlotte, why don't you uh, just tell us how much more you've been here. sucking ass? I got a better nickname for you, Titty. Nick Donkey Kong. Yes, Nick Donkey Kong. Ooh, yeah. I like well, that. I like that's that. good. Yeah, that's, good. that's good, man. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. It, yeah. But let's talk about, once again, how much of uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, I mean, I said this yesterday, MLD, on the radio. And of course, Your own hometown. This, this is terrible. Yes. What do you do? Oh, yeah. You find a way to embarrass Alexa in her hometown. You're right, Justin. Yes. But of course, once again, Charlotte, the android, however, once again had to robot her way, however, into getting a cheap victory. Let's talk about. Yeah, she thinks how much... her little superpowers, her little superpowers, might Hold not on. work. Hold on, to get that Rollins title away from her, JD. Exactly. The question is, who's going to stop her? You know, I would like to see Oscar return. I would like to see someone come over from SmackDown and put a challenge into the uh, so-called queen. And here's another thing. Corey Graves, quit sucking her ass. You suck her ass every chance you get because you're a fucking douchebag. Okay? We know you. We know your girlfriend, the whore Carmella, found a way to blow Bruce in the front office to getting a match against Liv Morgan on the pre-show when she wasn't stuck in fucking catering. Okay? We know, however, that every week you continue to say to Saxon to me, so everyone take a name, bow down to Queen. Okay, Graves, why don't you... Oh, oh, oh swallow a little bit more how our, our Charlotte's ass at the same time because we know you like to suck her ass every chance you get. Seriously. This was a joke. This was an embarrassment. 
Alexis should have won this match, but of course, now this leads to wondering, where does Alexa go from here? Well, they're talking about giving her some time off for a little while. Well, I have a feeling it's more than that, Howard. I think they're probably going to go back to what they're doing with Alexa, and that is no longer the Fiend's, let's just say, mind-controlling subject. It's going to be back to all the little five-foot theory, little, little twisted Miss Bliss. Hopefully, when she comes back, if Charlotte's still champion by then, however, maybe Alexa can win the title. If not, someone's going to have to stop Charlotte in her tracks. The only question is who. We see it time and again. She wins, she loses. She wins, loses, and wins. Okay, Charlotte, we know you continue to bore us with your bullshit, okay? We know how much stroke you have by sucking Vince's cock, okay? You're on your knees basically giving him, however, pleasure in the office under the desk, however, because Linda certainly isn't giving it to him at home, however, and you find a way to stroke your own ego. Give me a freaking break already. I mean, I've said this time and again. I want to continue to say it again. Yes, however, we know what she's like, however, but the thing is, Charles, how many times have you brown-nosed your way into getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity hand to you on a silver platter? Why don't you tell us about that? Why don't you tell us how, tell us how many times you found a way to basically continue to just make a, make everyone look like a chump? I mean, should I say, make everyone look like an idiot? I mean, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. I agree with that. Indeed. Mint, any thoughts on the Raw Women's title match from Sunday? Like I said last Sunday on when we did our no, last Thursday we did our petition. Um I knew Dodery had something in mind to keep Charlotte as champion. I don't agree with it, but that's how they they say see they see something in her. Who they see more than something there, man. Let's be real. They see her on her hands and knees, management. Yeah, that. Yeah, they they see tons and tons of hot sex. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Of course, it's because like JD says, obviously Lynn's not giving it to us anymore because I don't think Linda can find it. It's probably shrunk, for all we know. Uh, oh. Okay, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And the last one we'll talk about here representing Raw here tonight is the triple threat match for the U.S. title. Of course, it lasted 13 and a quarter. Uh, Damian Priest got by Hardy and Sheamus to hold on to that belt. Real big-time title defense for Damian Priest. Uh, John, your thoughts here? John said this was a great uh, triple threat match. And your thoughts about the U.S. title match and all that? Big win for uh, um, Damian Priest's son's birthday and happy, um, happy birthday, Blade. Bir- happy birthday it was good. Happy birthday to him. Oh, that's right. That's right. I heard about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, JD, your thoughts about the U.S. title match? Damian Priest retaining the U.S. title. Good match. I mean, Damian Priest continues to do very, very well. And if there's a guy who is definitely a rookie of the year in the WWE, it has been Damian. I mean, the Archer of Infamy has shown he can definitely strike bullseyes when he can. I mean, he's come out with a big, big year through his tag team with Bad Bunny, Howard, against the Wiz and Morrison, to his feud with Sheamus, Howard. I mean, he continues to just grow more and more, and I continue to enjoy what I'm seeing out for him. Even if he's a 
Terrence Hill, I'm going to still be impressed. This is a guy, however, is a definitely no-nonsense guy. This guy goes in there, however. He strikes bullseyes when he can and delivers hard-hitting smash-mouth matches. And like I said, Jeff Hardy, I'll give him credit, even though his body is still beat up and has been taking a beating for many, many years through hell and back, however, through TLC matches and other matches, besides TLC matches, whether it be matches like CM Punk, Edge, his own brother, however, um, and others, however. He put up a good fight, but speaking of Jeff and Damien Priest, you've got to, I will say one thing about Damien Priest. That match with Sheamus last night was awesome. Awesome. Great match between him and Sheamus. They showed again. They have great chemistry, however. They have definitely brawlers, and like I said, Damien Priest continues to show why he is a guy you've got to be very, very careful about, because if not, danger will strike. And like I said, that's why I'm going to give him a new nickname now. Damien the Danger Priest, because danger lurks wherever you go. you got to be careful on your game when you face the Archer of Infamy. And like I said, this was a very good match. This was actually one of my favorite matches of the evening by far. I would definitely agree. Uh, uh, Mint, your thoughts here about the match for the U.S. title, of course, Damien Priest by Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. By far, the match of the night. I would agree with that. I'm glad the made it more interesting, though. Seeing how this belt has not been defended at a pay-per-view for, for for a little while, at least. So I was glad to see. It was glad to, of course, see that event 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 there as well. John did say, of course, it was one of the best matches at the peak of Jeff Hardy's career. I would have to agree. I definitely would agree with that as well. There's, there's, there is, in fact, of course, no question. Now, tomorrow night, of course, some evolution. We will talk about this having to do, of course, with SmackDown, which was, of course, the pre-show match. Also, of course, the SmackDown women's title match, of course, and we will have a lot to say about that one. And obviously, of course, the uh, the one the the universal title match, which we'll definitely also have to say, we'll have a whole lot to say, of course, about that here as well. Uh, <clears throat> now, Mitt, uh, excuse me. Uh, anyway, of course, uh, we'll go ahead and point out here uh, once again, uh, point out here to you. Congratulations, of course, are in order for you. As of course, we announced this on Raw Radio, of course, here. Uh, 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 yesterday, after, yesterday afternoon, even I know you were not able to be on, you, of course, uh, were the winner of the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. You, of course, are the new AEWS BTE champion. Congratulations, of course, obviously in order to you, Mitt. <clears throat> Believe it or not, here, the second prediction title challenge in a row, of course, after coming in, of course, coming in, uh, Coming in very good in the uh, um, AEW All Out Prediction Title Challenge. <clears throat> so, but gentlemen, um, I am going to, of course, while we have a few extra minutes here, I do have to step away for just one second here. Um, so, JD, Mint, uh, Justin, anything y'all wish to say? Y'all go ahead and talk about it here for a minute. I will return here shortly. Okay. Um, JD. Huh? JD. Yeah, sorry, what was the question? Are we going to do 
Are we doing the draft one here tomorrow for Revolution or what? Yeah, I'll be a little late getting in, however, because I'll be watching eight of it. Yeah, I'm going to get my early predictions, and then I'll also get my predictions in definitely for uh, Thursday on the machine. Yes. And by the way, Justin, you're invited to come on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday for the machine. Yes, we definitely want you on Thursday for sure. I'll be right back, guys. I got to get some. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. What? 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 Uh, what? Uh, John? John's draft? Yeah. On Sports Machine Thursday, we're doing our own mock draft. You'll be teaming up with JD to spit to pick Smander and me inside doing Raw. Okay. Why does Gober have to fucking come back? Well, to answer your question, to send Bobby. Last I believe Raw. I think Roman's coming. I think Roman's gonna be on Raw. Well, we do have an update on NXT. Like I said, matches next for the next week's NXT. Odyssey Jones versus LA Knight. It will be MSK, Josh Briggs, and Brooks Jensen versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, Trick Williams, and Carmelo Hayes. So those are some of your matches next week. Yes. A loser... 
I'm seeing here. Uh, okay, EO Shrine Zoe Stark one. Uh, Roderick Strong one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, did, uh, like I said, how. Uh, Oh, a okay, sorry. Uh, um, ow, ow, sorry. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. That was me. Uh, apparently, like I was not But we're back on here, of course, here with episode 1047 of Revolution here. And no, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WWUS has not gone crazy. Ah. <sighs> Uh, of course, just like just a little while ago, it felt good to take a dump. Okay. <laughs> to get a load off. Okay. And that was off my mind, too. Um, anyway, just uh, one thing I did want to talk about. Um, and, of course, this was also a wrestling wrestling story here that I kind of made to see. I think Katie mentioned something to me about it several days ago, I think. During the weekend, I think he mentioned something to me about it. I'm not sure. About a former WWE superstar passing away. Um, let me see who. Um, I remember who, who that, what that name was. Uh, oh. oh, gosh. JD told me who it was. And I can't think of his name. Um, and I think I posted a couple of stories about it in John's page. Um Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who it is now. Uh Ryan Sakota. Y'all heard about y'all y'all remember hearing about that? Everybody don't talk at once. Right, John said he was the associate of Tajiri at one time. So yeah, that that's right. That's who that was. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin, you had something to say about this, Jim? No, I'm saying I heard, I heard that um, NXT 2.0 is going to be part of the track with Ron Smackdown. Well, of course it is because that's that's going to be since NXT apparently is under Vince's brother now, going to be able to include them in the deal. Uh, let's see, JD, are you back with us? Uh, no, I guess he's not. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, just one, one, one little thing I will go ahead and point out, ladies and gentlemen. Here, uh, as you know, of course, one page I have been advertising, and uh, of course, giving promises is our of course our dvd store page bulldog dvd sales and variety facebook.com forward slash group sports slash bulldog dvd sales variety uh of course we have a lot of great selections of course on dvds and blu-rays of course, dvds in the little white envelopes ladies and gentlemen are worth 25 cents 
DVDs in the little jewel cases, of course, are worth 50 cents. And, of course, DVDs and Blu-rays in their original cases are worth $1 apiece. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new list, of course. It was just added moments before I came on the show tonight. Uh, that is, of course, <clears throat> and that is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we now officially have a list of H of movies on HD DVD for you to take a look at high definition DVD. So if you get an opportunity to go to go to our page today and take a look at some of the, the list of some of the movies being offered for that, those movies are tops, and a lot of them ha are are sealed. They have not been watched, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so like so they so y'all know they are they are in of course in good condition. Uh, so definitely check them out here today. Of course, remember at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Of course, like I said, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Take a look at all the lists we've had on. We have on a lot of which have been on there for quite some time. If you find a movie that you're looking for, I will, of course, see personally if we do have it available. If we do, of course, we will, I will let you know. And of course, we'll get that here to you. And of course, we'll, we'll of course talk about payment arrangements and everything like that. But sure, be sure to of course check it out here today. Of course, some of our people here in WWUS are of course our app are our loyal customers of of ours, including of course <coughs> the Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, uh, and also of course the Iceman Jared D. Jerome of the Bulldogs. So be sure to check that out here, of course, here today, here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. We also have video games available here, too, folks, for the uh, uh, PS3, uh, might be some for the PS4, even some for the, 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 the uh, Nintendo Wii. So, that, so be sure to, of course, check those out here. Uh, check those lists out here as well. If you see, of course, any games, that, of course, that are that you would like to, of course, try out, please feel free to... Uh, let me know, and of course, we'll see what we can do about getting that arranged, of course, here as well. <clears throat> one quick note, ladies and gentlemen, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. This is episode number 1047 of WCWS Revolution, of course. This is September 28, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the human suplex machine, John Gross. <clears throat> also, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the Kia Clubs, Mitt Patel, here, of course, here with us here tonight. Yeah, I heard that one too. Yeah, but of course, I like the original a little bit better. Hey, everybody, it's Weenie and the Butt here live at the Go On Air Show. And if you think you can say that just like Weenie here, you can win ninety-seven point one dollars for the cool weekend ahead. Oh, we dance in the morning. Oh, we dance. Oh, we 
<laughs> a little thing for the family guy, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, if you remember Weenie and the Butt. Uh, <clears throat> of course, we might need to start calling John and JD that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, never mind. I won't go that far. Um, but uh, let's see here. Um, but uh, see, JD, do we have you back with us here or now? Uh, Mint, do we have you back, sir? Yes, I'm here. Okay, all right. Uh, um, uh, I'm sure you probably heard over the also heard over the weekend about it. We were getting ready to mention here uh, our former WWE superstar that was one of the associates of Tajiri a few years ago. Um, I think sometime over the weekend, I think he sadly, I think, passed away around the age of 48. Uh, I think his real name was uh, Ryan Sakota. Uh, what was your personal, any personal thoughts about the passing of this superstar? Um, who is this? My, my condolences go out to him and his family. He may not be the the best wrestler that of that trio. But he was pretty decent. Certainly. Uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has left us here for the night. Uh, so we, John, we thank you very much for coming on this evening. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here about the passing of Ryan Sakota? Yeah, uh, heart definitely goes out to his friends and family and his former colleagues he used to work with. However, uh, very young, to say at least a few years younger than me, uh, I mean, older than me, I should say. Uh, but, yeah, this was very heartbreaking to hear the news, however, and uh, certainly how our, our thoughts and prayers with his friends and family. And on that note, I am going to get rolling. I will talk to you guys. Yeah, he died on my birthday. W. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, John, Janie, thank you very much, sir. And, of course, the, ice, the, ice, the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, of course. All right, thank uh, you, He's already all gone for the evening. Uh, and, of course, I got a message from Justin a little while ago. Uh, he'll be he'll be at his pal, uh, he'll be at his his house uh, laying on the bed with his pants down when he read it <laughs> with a metal pedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we do thank J.D. and John for coming on here, of course, here tonight here as well. Uh, let's see here. Um uh, of course, Mitt now will probably have the interesting choice here of, of course, letting us know about when he will want to defend his new belt that he just won here over the weekend, come over the weekend, and who he defended against. Um, obviously, of course, I don't know if it would be anybody that would took part in this title challenge this past weekend. Um, just somebody right out of the blue. I'm not sure who he would want to face. Um the mint definitely of course keep that thought in mind and of course let me know and i will definitely post will definitely of course post the match here as well <clears throat> but um i'm sure there are several people that you might want to defend that title against um and of course mint i will go and let you know that because because you did win also went win this title you're also welcome to uh actually issue a challenge to any 
anyone over in uh, in John's group as well for this title if you wish to, of course, defend against somebody over there. And if you do, just let me know and I will post it as well. <clears throat> so, but uh, just just mm. let me know and I will definitely, I'll, I'll definitely, of course. But but like I said, like, that, like I said, we're not we won't rush into it. But but we already know some of the matches, of course, that we're going that we're going to that have here already. Uh, so far, like we said, JD is going to go after the Pinnacle Championship against Kevin O'Sullivan and Justin Carter. Uh, Richard Selby will be defending the, the AWUS Road Rager Championship against the Soul Man and Justin. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, and of course, JD will now be defending also the, the AWUS FTW title against uh the black widow michelle lynn dodds so that, that ought to be of course, of course another big time match of course they do have another encounter coming up here from this past summer in which of course they still have a match for the wcw us revolution championship of course sometime down the road as well but we'll of course try to get something worked out here with that sometime down the road here indeed so mitt's already left us here for the night here as well we do thank we do thank jd john and mitt for joining us here as well and now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said before we before we leave you for the night, on here on episode one thousand of Revolution, let's now go to the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming for his, of course, his his um, his take, of course, on the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for today, September the twenty eighth. Uh, let's see what Justin has in store for here for us. As of course he does post every single day on both WCW US Fan Empire. Of course, as far as the wrestling is concerned, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash US Appreciation. And also, of course, the pop culture version on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment. So Justin, please go ahead and proceed with your side of the wrestling and pop culture history and birthday scene for today. Please go ahead. <clears throat> Justin, you may proceed. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, trying to see. Um, today is a happy 23rd birthday to uh, Citali Janessa Alberto Lopez, bearing on my renamed baby Angelita from Mexico. Today is a happy 28th birthday to Furia Azteca. Today is a happy 34th birthday to Jenny Sandu. Um, she is signed to WWE performing under NXT UK brand as Jenny. Today is a happy 30, 37th birthday to Ariel Levy Dor, Chilean actor and professional pro wrestler and singer. He's best known for playing Javier Fernandez, the main character in the Nicolas Lopez comic film trilogy, Capina to Pablo Serpa Para in Mala Conductor. Amado Cerulean in 
Los Sexologica, Ariel in Aftershock, and Alejandro in The Green Inferno. As an, in, his, in parallel to his career as an actor, Ariel started in 2015 as, as a career as a professional wrestler in his native Chile, being one of the main faces of CNL Chile, one of the biggest wrestling promotions in even becoming the, the CNL national champion. In 2018, Levy announced that he was cho chosen for the first WWE South American tryout to be held in Santiago, Chile. Today's a happy 40th birthday to Kevin Dunn. It's not, not the douchebag Kevin Dunn that J, JD refers to. It's a different Kevin Dunn. He's from Farmington, New York. And uh, today's a happy 41st birthday to Patrick Brink, American professional wrestler and world wrestling entertainment for their developmental territory, FCU, Florida Championship Wrestling. Today is a happy 44th birthday to Alex Pilikos, very known by his rename, the Greek, the Golden Greek Alex Arion. Today's his second birthday, 53rd birthday to so Soji Ayoki Yoshi, Japanese pro wrestler, better known by his real name, Jado. And today is a happy 50, seeing 40, 50, she's 50, 50, 58, no, wait, 55th birthday, 55th birthday to, hold on a second. 56th birthday to Maria Teresa Sanchez Perez, better known by her rename La Diabiolicia. Today is a happy 59th birthday to Atlantis, Mexican luchador. And today would have been a happy 54th birthday to Emily Dulles, American, she was a Samoan American athlete, actress, professional wrestling competed in the gorgeous ladies wrestling as Mount Fiji, abbreviated publications as her official logo as Mount Fiji. And see. Now here's some wrestling history today. And I don't know who won these matches. 50 years ago today in Macon, Georgia, Florida Championship Wrestling, Bill White versus Alice Medina, Roberto Soto versus Cisco Grimaldo, Alex Medina and Roberto Soto versus Bill White and Joe Turco, Choo Choo Lin versus Mr. X, Bullabob Armstrong and George Scott and L. Mangold versus Big John and the Assassins. And 40 years ago today in World Class Championship Wrestling in Fort Worth, Texas, Jesse Leon beat Jesse Barr. Warren Johnson beat Armand Hussein. Al Madrill and Terry Orndorff drew Bill Irwin and Frank Duesk. Kerry Von Eric beat Chang Chung, Chan Chung. 
David Von Erich beat Killer Brooks. 30 years ago today, John B. Bad defeated Greg Sawyer on WCW, on WCW Pro. Diamond Stud, who we know as Scott Hall, defeated Chris Wilson on WCW Power Hour. And 30 years ago today, on WWF Superstars, the Macho Man returns to commentary with Vince the Old Fart and Piper. Dean Oakland interviews Simon Slaughter after losing to Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam 91. And Slaughter feels remorse for betraying America and says he wants his country back. This is a big baby first time for Slaughter. I bet Jake Stavis is a guest on the funeral power of Paul Bearer. And later, Mark Thomas is out of the ring to face Ric Flair. Vince warns Piper to get to control himself. Flair comes out and shows off the NWA World Heavyweight title belt and looks over at Piper and heads up from behind and gives him a shove. Flair shoves him a few more times and slaps him off the back, back of the head. Piper then turns around and gets, and Flair gets in the face of Flair. Flair then cheap shots Piper with his title belt. Flair grabs a chair and then continues to attack Piper and several professionals are trying to break this up. Vince loses the booth after Savage is accidentally hit in the back with a chair by a dazed Piper. Flair stands, Flair stands over Piper and taunts him and then leaves while holding up his belt as we go to a commercial. We then see, we then we return with a slow replay of Flair hitting Piper and Vince getting hit without any commentary as the show ends with Vince being carted off on a stretcher. As a crowd chants for Piper, as a crowd chants for Piper, and Chad, this is really, really a tremendous angle. Flair has some strong heel heat as the whole show storyline was off of storyline of stressing how Nelson could not get physical. It was brilliant, and Savage had to stand there and watch, knowing he could not blow any chance to get revenge on Jake. It also allowed Flair to torment Piper to begin with. It really, uh, really heat up the Flair Piper feud that has been brewing as well. As watching, as watching Vince's get carted, Vince get carted off to, in the show really sold the chaos. The incident, this type of segment was really seen on WWE TV at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thirty years ago today, beautiful Bobby versus. Abdullah Butcher and in no contest on WCW Saturday night slash WCW Wrestling World Championship Wrestling. 30 years ago today, in Harvard, Connecticut, the WWEF slash WWE hosted the Civic Center in Harvard, Connecticut. Ricky Steamboat pinned Skinner with the schoolboy to roll up. IRS earned our shots to defeat a hackstar Jim Duggan via disqualification when Duggan uses two by four as a weapon. Harry Von Eric. Texas Tornado pinned Pete Doherty as a sub for the Berserker with the Tornado Punch. Ted DiBiase defeated Million Dollar Champion Virgil Vaughn after ramming Virgil back first into ring. WWE Tag Team Champions Legion of Doom defeated Nasty Boys after World Warrior Hawk hit the, the flying clothesline as the challengers attempted to pile drive Warrior Animal. The Beverly Buzz defeated the Bushwhackers. Intercontinental Champion Bret Hart pinned the Berserker, so for the Warlord with a sunset flip. Sid Justice, so for the Ultimate Warrior, defeated the Undertaker in the casket match. Now, Pop, so here's some pop culture. 20 years ago today, three films were released in theaters nationwide. I know you remember these movies, Chad. Don't Sway Your Words, starring uh, Michael Douglas and Brittany Murphy, God rest her soul. 
Zinner starring Bill, um, ben, Z, um, ben Stiller. Oh, Hearts yeah. Atlantis starring, Hearts and Atlantis starring Anthony Hopkins and late Anton Yelkin. Fifty years ago today, in American primetime history, ABC aired a made-for-TV movie called Five Desperate Women. Forty years ago today, in American primetime TV history, the Rams defeated the Bears twenty-four to seven on ABC's Monday Night Football. And let's see, Chad, I know you remember this show. Thirty years ago today, in American primetime TV history. ABC aired a new show called The Commish. I remember that show, yeah. And uh, see, 20 years ago today, American primetime TV history, a big Friday night for ABC, Fox, ABC, Fox, and CBS. ABC aired a new show called Thieves. CBS aired a new sitcom called Danny. And Fox aired a new show called Pasadena. And 10 years ago today, ABC aired a new TV show called, um, I know you remember this show, Chad, a new TV show called Suburgatory. Hmm. Yeah, you remember that show? Uh, not very much, but I mean, I, I, it was a long time ago, so. But it, I vaguely, we'll just say I vaguely remember. And see, um, and 40 years ago today, Chad, um, Olivia Newton John's hit single, Physical, was released. And that is what JD's doing right now. He's getting physical with himself. Hey! <laughs> and uh, that's it. Okay, Justin. Thank you very much there, partner. Uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out Justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. Wrestling, of course, WUS Fan Empire. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation. And also the pop culture uh, side of it, of course, on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we I thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number 1047, of course, of Revolution for Tuesday, September 2021. Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks the Iceman Jared DiGiralmo. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. The Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, right here. And also, of course, the King of Clouds, Matt Patel, of course, for coming on here tonight. We, of course, urge you to check out WCW US Outside the Ropes tomorrow night at 6.30, 141-387-pound. And also episode 1048 of Revolution at 9 o'clock tomorrow night at 1355-pound. As we will cover, of course, talking about tonight's NXT We'll get you some results in, of course, for tomorrow's AEW Dynamite. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely, of course, talk about 
and we'll also, of course, talk about the matches, of course, stem, uh, uh, involving Smack, the, the SmackDown superstars from this past Sunday's Extreme Rules event. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the Facebook side of it goes, in addition to, of course, the U.S. Fan Empire and Entertainment Cavalcade, we urge you to, of course, definitely check out other pages, including Location of Animation, the Movie Channel, <clears throat> as well as, of course, uh, Game Show Alley. Also, of course, uh, uh, let's, let's, let's see, um, Sports Roundup. Also, our tribute groups to, of course, Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, and also Whose Lines It Anyway. Also, of course, our tribute groups, the Night Rock Improvement, <coughs> Power Rangers, also Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, uh, <clears throat> uh, NASCAR US High Octane History. Uh, of course, uh, you can borrow a clothespin from Justin if you want to visit the page, A Gaseous Affair. Added a couple more pages to it, of course, here today, so definitely check those out. Also, check out, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, our wrestling tribute groups, AEWUSTUS, ROHUS, NWAUS, uh, DXUS, NWOUS, NWAUS, and so forth. Be sure to check out all those pages, of course, here today. You can also, of course, check out... <clears throat> You can also, of course, check out Women of WCW US, where we got some great ladies matches, of course, uh, set up there, ready for you to take a peek. And also check out the video vault. We got a lot of great matches, moments, <clears throat> promos, of course, on there. Be sure to check all that out here, of course, as well. And of course, continue to check out Bulldog DVD sales and variety if you're interested in, of course, in purchasing a DVD or a Blu-ray, of course, ranging. From 25 cents to 50 cents to one dollar to two dollars be sure to check that out here of course here today also check out all of our other pages of course on facebook as well as of course check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows of course right here on talk show of course in 2015 up until now you'll hear some of the best big time discussion on wrestling sports and everything else of course right here over the past six years of course on the wcw us radio network right here on talkshoe.com Revolution 1047 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling <clears throat> Of course, continue to stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen, with everything, of course, here going on uh, right now with the pandemic. Uh, be sure to, of course, keep, just keep yourself safe, keep your family safe. And of course, like I said, take every precaution that you feel that you feel in your heart that is very, very necessary to, of course, keep him safe. Be sure to, of course, like I said, watch him very, very carefully. Of course, as we don't know, of course, one day or going to be going down as a result of all this with this with this pandemic. So be sure to, of course, keep things, of course, under watch here, of course, as well. Of course, continue to stay clean. Of course, keep your hands clean. Keep yourself clean. And, of course, also, of course, do a whole lot of praying and just hope, of course, hope for the best. If we do not pick up, of course, anyone does not pick up, of course, this infamous pandemic. So just, just like I said, just play it safe as usual and do everything to the best of your ability. To steer close, of course, of this dreaded virus and everything. We, of course, will definitely be praying alongside with you here on that front. <clears throat> Since 2015, 
your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. Of course, we'll be back. We're outside the ropes at 6.30 tomorrow night. And episode 1047 of Revolution at 9 o'clock tomorrow night as well. Outside the ropes, 141-387-pound. Revolution, of course, is always 138-055-pound. Be sure to check us out there. Have a great evening. Take care, and please stay safe out there, and God bless, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Justin, have a good night. We'll talk at you tomorrow night on, of course, Revolution. Take care. Good night, Chad.